it's Zach Langley Chi-Chi. I'm so popular, and I'm here with not only another woman, but another in-person guest. Big changes on the pod. Uh, who are you? I'm Natalie. Hi, Natalie. What are you doing? I'm existing in Japan. Hey, me too. Yeah. What do you know? Why are we friends? We're friends because I went to one of your drag shows. That's yes. right. I guess that is the yeah, first the time first I met time you, huh? Properly, yeah. And then after, we find out that we like all the same weird stuff at that Yakiniku yeah. event. Yeah, because we went to Yakiniku, and uh, I was really desperate. I wanted to sit next to Ivy because I hadn't met her before, but we'd been messaging on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, I have to sit next to her so I can pick her brain. And then luckily, from sitting there, I got to sit in the whole group of people who all live like in your apartment complex, the basically. Yeah. <laughs> and all the weird people were down to talk about all the good yes, stuff. Yes, we were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was your, what drag show did you see of mine? Do you remember what I did? You like ripped a book apart and threw it into the crowd. Oh, yeah. Actually, it was like one of your first ones. It no? was very early, yeah. yeah. That was um, St. Vincent's Mass Seduction is that song. And I painted that book. Yes, I remember you saying, yeah. Yeah, I painted that book to make it look like a Bible. I had a, that blonde wig um, that my friend had. It's her wig, and I borrowed it from her. But it's like my favorite wig. I want it back so bad. It was so cute. Ugh. She gave it to someone else. She gave it to someone else after yeah. you had one of your first drag I know. I was like, hey, can I have that, please? Back? Like, I want that wig. <laughs> Give me that wig. And then I say, like, okay, can you make it like one that's the same but brown? And then she did. And it looked okay, but it was a little too like... 80s rock was music yeah it was oh. huge i just i'm not really like a big hair queen you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i like bobs i Bye love wigs. bobs yeah, yeah. I, i've got a lot of bob wigs in my house why do you have bob wigs i love wigs like i love changing my hair yeah. i like went through it all during my teens mm. changed my hair a million times got told off a lot got in trouble at school and now I am working, you know, can't make my hair purple when I feel like it. So I have tons of wigs in my house. I had no idea. Yes. Well, I used to have more, but they're all in Northern Ireland. And I found out that oh. my little cousin got a hold of them and uh, kind of destroyed them. So I didn't get them back. <laughs> he destroyed your wig. Yes, he destroyed my wigs. <laughs> you know, he was running around the farm. I don't know. When I came back home, I couldn't even, like, brush through them without wrecking oh, them. Oh, no. So, <laughs> run the farm with all my wigs. <laughs> I just am imagining, like, one of those, like, pink bob wigs, you know? Just, like, a little one. Oh, that's so cute, though. Little farm boy running around in some wigs. <laughs> it was, like, a really long brown one with loads of curls. Yeah. Oh, cute. I loved it. Yeah, my um wig selection in Japan is not so good. Like, I have to get all of them off of... Uh, Amazon or Rakuten, basically. <laughs> Mine are off Amazon, too. Yeah, and I have struck gold with, like, three wigs, which I have thus, like, run into the ground, like, worn them the fuck out. And now I just got a little bob wig, and it, it's so small and compact that it's really hard to, like, fuck up. Yeah. So it's been, like, my go-to. They look good, and they're easy to fix as well. Yeah. I always find, like, the long ones I get funny at the ends yeah i took um those pictures for the zine and i got into the bath with my wig on <laughs> like fully in the bath with it on and i got out of the water and i looked at the wig i'm like this is over this wig, wig is done no 
Yeah. And it was one of those, like, wigs for, like, you know, Japanese high school girls. Yeah. Where it's, like, the, what is it called? Like, the Hima cut? Hima? Oh. I forgot what it is. Is it flick light? No, no, it's short around the, the chin and then uh, long in the, the okay, rest of okay. it. Like, layered? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Um, And I wanted to wear it for my Amuro Namie lip sync when yeah. I did Chase the Chance. But... I tried flipping my hair around in it, and it was over immediately. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, these Amazon wigs can't stand no, up they, to a performance. They can't, they can't. That's why usually I sometimes, well, I wear a hat with it to make it look a little bit, yeah, a bit more. Because, like, yeah, I've got too much hair, so it always sticks out at the back. Yeah. Um, you have wig caps, though, right? Yeah, I do, yeah. They're just, like, tights, though. You use tights or wig caps? Well, oh, that's a real like trick. They feel like they're just tights, though, right? I mean, um, the last time I had to wear tights uh, as a wig cap was when I left my wig cap at home and I had to be at the bar in two hours. I was like, oh my god. Like, there's nowhere to get a wig cap, like, right it is, now. It works just the same. Yeah, so, so I just cut out. I was like, well, rest in peace tights. Yeah. You are going on my head. I mean, head. yeah, <laughs> most tights, they don't survive more than... One or two eyedings anyway, so you might as well put them to good use. You know, that should be the case. Yes. Like, that should be. But I will drive a pair of tights until they are, like, strands. Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> I have to wear tights to cover up my leg hair because I refuse to shave my yeah. legs. Too annoying. And that means I always have to be replacing my tights. And I always am just like, okay, if I wear, like, two more on top of these ripped ones, you can't see the tear. Yeah, you can put um, fancy ones underneath as well and create like a grungy effect. Yeah. I used to do that. Ooh. <laughs> I like to put um, like some fishnets on top of the tights. Yes. And then you can wear any shitty type of tight and you're good to go. Yeah. But I find that like fishnets like do not last for me. No, they're crap. They're yeah. awful. Especially the ones I get from like Donkey or whatever. Immediate, yeah, tear. One night at most. Usually it'll last like three hours and then there's just some gaping rip. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I, know, I know those feelings, yeah. So the drag show you saw of mine, was that like your first drag show in Japan? Um, I don't think it was my first one because in Nagoya they do that like ultimate Halloween yeah. something and I popped into a couple of drag shows that yeah. were, there were different clubs doing different events right. and I went on and I saw a little bit and you know i might have seen miku divine at one yes. of the first ones i ever went yeah, she to. does that event every year yeah. she's doing it this year too they're doing like a masked one i guess oh yeah i mean i was just offered a bunch of bookings for november and i declined all the of fear. them i know <laughs> the fear. i just can't be getting covid no like, can you imagine no. like, the fallout like because we work in jobs that you know are very it would be just too stressful. Very people interactive. Yeah. Like, if we got it, in one day, you're immediately exposed to the 400 people. Yeah. The super spreader. Absolutely. And think of just... I don't even want to think... I'm glad that they... Because they used to write your nationality in the information on the website. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of it was, like, Japanese person, Japanese person, Japanese person. And then they've... They removed it oh, when good. Mia got about 30 cases because I thought, oh my God, if I get it, it will just say like, Igerisugen. And you know, how many, how many people from, from the UK do they have in our little town? It's not you know? many. And then they can just single it out. Well, we see her. Maybe it's her. Yeah. So I wasn't, wasn't prepared for that. I mean, <laughs> you know, both of us are, you know, 
white folks in yeah. in kind of the countryside. Yeah. And I do feel pretty visible. Like, whenever I see people, they recognize me if they've seen me before. Yeah, I think so. I mean, my postman definitely knows me. He stopped me when I've been on my bicycle and, like, yelled at me, like, to give me a package. And oh. he knows that we where we work because he's seen us going to work and oh my stuff God. so like people remember you yeah yeah really which easily. is humiliating because yeah. i have done some extremely debased drunken activities <laughs> at like you know 12 a.m outside of sioux station like my friend gustav was like dragging me around like on the concrete and she was like jumping on the street signs i'm like oh my god i mean one person has seen it and they will see me again <laughs> didn't that like a salary man join you guys i feel like like oh, after yeah. ten, after 10 p.m it's all you know, rules are off all rules are yeah it's yeah. over everyone's out i miss like going out and getting hammered and then just like meeting some atrocious new salary men and like living in their little circle of like two minutes <laughs> so fun or like when you'd go to like the smoking room at the karaoke joint and then someone always just wants to chat yeah someone so wants to talk cute. to you the death of the smoking rooms and the death of karaoke and salaryman culture is the worst part of COVID nineteen. <laughs> well, um, we have a we, really we, yeah, big. Yeah, kind of went off topic. <laughs> no, it's okay. We haven't even gotten on topic yeah. yet. I always like to start a little chit chat, yeah. but, uh, yeah. When we first really got to talk at that yakiniku restaurant, one of the things we talked about is today's major topic. This is something I have been wanting to talk about since I started the podcast. And I'm pretty sure Natalie is one of the only people who is up to par <laughs> and Maybe. capable. I'm going to try. <laughs> We're talking about Silent Hill. Yes. Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Silent Hill. I always think of um, Jodel Furland in the movie in the very opening scene when she goes, Silent Hill! Silent Hill! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Silent Hill is a game franchise. Um started off on the PlayStation in 1999 and it's a horror franchise about a mysterious town in uh the Is it Maine that they, they try to say? I think so. Later? Yeah, it's like Stephen New England. King. Yeah, New England. Yeah. Maine, those it's places. very Stephen King inspired. Yes. Lots of tones of Carrie as well, all sorts of things. So, yeah, the games are developed in Japan but take place in America and yeah, I guess what we're going to do today is we are going to go through every single game. Because you are one of the only people I know who's been able to get through all of them. Get through? Okay, well, <laughs> as you will hear, I have some really spicy takes. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to go through every single game, kind of talk about the story a little bit. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about what makes them good or perhaps awful, mm. as they sometimes turn out to mm. be. And... Our general inquiry today is why is Silent Hill so aesthetically appealing? Like, what is the intrigue that has made the series endure, like, culturally in the way that it has? So we're going to kind of look into that, I think, see if we can't answer can that try. mystery. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, let's start off with the first game, Silent Hill, 1999 for the PlayStation.
game about? It's about Harry, Harry Mason, Harry Mason. and his daughter who has some mysterious origins mm-hmm. and they're uh, driving one night and uh, his daughter disappears. Yes, again to a car accident. Yeah, a car accident. A mysterious figure wanders into the street and Harry Mason crashes the car, awakens, and there's nobody there. Nobody. Nobody. So basically, the rest of the game follows Harry um, exploring this small town of Silent Hill. And it's very foggy. Very foggy. Very, very foggy. It's snowing. I just put air quotes, <laughs> which you cannot see. It's snowing out of season, and there are mysterious creatures around. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, a darkness and a nightmare overtakes the landscape. It turns into a rusted, like, burnt, Broken bloody dawn. world. Um, and Harry just navigates through that looking for his daughter. And what we ultimately find out, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers galore. For the entire series. So just turn it off if you're trying yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> if you're just starting. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, basically he discovers that his daughter is in fact the split reincarnated soul of a young girl <laughs> named Alessa Gillespie. Who was um, burnt to, not quite to death, but burnt to a crisp. Yes. Little crispy Yakiniku girl. Mm. <laughs> Kiniku. Yaku Kiniku. <laughs> <laughs> she was burnt to a crisp in a um, ritual in which a, a small cult in the town was trying to resurrect an ancient deity. Mm. That's right. As you do. Yeah. And basically, Harry is um, led on by this Alessa Gillespie's mother dahlia gillespie she's led on by her to do a bunch of the cult's deeds and it's discovered that they were trying to bring cheryl harry mason's lost little girl back into the town so they could complete the ritual and bring about a new paradise on earth and it doesn't really end up that way no harry mason and hot lesbian cop um what's her name i forgot sybil bennett yes that's her name they saved the day if you get the good ending. Yeah, if you get the good ending. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. How did you get into Silent Hill? I guess is the first thing how I want to hear. did I get into Silent Hill? Uh, I remember I was pretty young. Me too. I want to say I was six or seven. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Wait, no. I couldn't have been. No. I would have been about eight or nine, maybe. Because the game didn't come out until 1999, Yeah, right? 1999. And my uncle brought it over to our house. And it was... um kind of stormy actually i remember and my dad put it on and i remember the screen coming up saying like this is unsuitable for it has violent imagery and my mom immediately shut it down she was like turn that off right now not least till the week you can't play that (laughs) and then my dad waited until my mom was out and uh he used to play it with me you know and i was like what is this? You know, I was terrified, yeah. but I would watch it. And then at night I couldn't sleep. And of course my mom realized mm-hmm. and she was like, you have to stop. But my dad, he kept playing it. Yeah. Um, so he got in a lot of trouble, but that was really my first, um, first time seeing Silent Hill game. I didn't get to play it. And then it wasn't until I was in my teens really that I played uh, Silent Hill 3. Mm. properly the whole way through so i actually kind of played backwards i played silent hill 3 then Mm -hmm. i played 
two and then I played one. Oh, okay. At university. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't actually that long ago. Yeah, my first was two and then I went and played one and then three and then everything else after that. Um, But yeah, that's amazing that you got to like watch the game be played in like 1999. Yeah, I know. My yeah. naughty dad. Naughty my dad mom. did you a service. <laughs> yeah. Because he's the reason. <laughs> the way I got exposed to Silent Hill was from the movie adaptation. Is I oh I was very intrigued, but I was like you know still a middle schooler. Yeah. So I was like too afraid yeah, to watch like scary, scary movies yeah. and that cover art with um the girl's mouth absent like really got under my skin and so I started like slowly reading the Wikipedia articles for everything and then once I mustered up the emotional courage I started like forcing myself to play them and I've been obsessed ever since Silent Hill is kind of like in the realm of lots of people know about it so it's kind of normie but no one has really played through the games and the games are very idiosyncratic and strange and awkward and sometimes a little broken. Yeah. They're extremely complicated. Um, the plot can be difficult to follow if you're, like, not used to it, especially if you're, like, a regular gamer girl or whatever. Like, so I think that a lot of people's only exposure is, like, the movies and Pyramid Head, basically. Yeah, totally. Pyramid Head has become, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, they've, 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 put that into the grind yeah. like ugh. yeah <laughs> yeah so i think most people are kind of frustrated that the game hasn't got you know the justice it's deserved in the last couple mm-hmm. of years especially with uh pt being canceled and yeah everything, so when we'll get to that towards the end of the episode <laughs> but i think anyone who actually goes back and revisits this original silent hill game uh will find that it is very frightening to this day like it, yes it still holds up I think, I think the atmosphere is amazing. Yeah, everything, just the music. Mm-hmm. I think the music really brings it all together, yeah. you know. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I song. think that's something we'll touch on a lot is the Yamaoka Akira score. Yes. one of the trademarks of the whole franchise. And it's, he's a kind of like an industrial rock performer. Yes. So the music translate when he does, when he, when he does a kind of a horror vibe for it it translates really well yeah and has kind of become like one of like the iconic pieces of the franchise yeah so what do you think like the kind of like thematic statement or like what is like the the messaging that silent hill is trying to communicate like aesthetically or in terms of its content (laughs) (laughs) get on the book report girl here we go um yeah i think like most of the games follow some kind of storyline where the main character is just like a normal everyday person who yes. has done something really bad or uh, has some connections to someone who has done something bad. Right. And they're trying, they've forgotten it and they're trying to work out why they've been brought to the place basically to solve whatever their inner demons are. Yeah. You know? It's like a therapy session in Silent Hill. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone really, like, pins on the franchise. Like, oh, it's really psychological horror. It's a psychological horror. Psychological horror, yeah. yeah. But they didn't think that that would sell originally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, actually, the game, if the game team, they were given the choice between making an, a, a game about the Olympics mm-hmm. or a horror game. And they weren't thrilled with either of those prospects, yeah. I think. Um, but thank God they didn't choose the Olympics. You God, know, we I would know. not have had this franchise. Then we would have got like pyramid head at the <laughs> Olympic games, like those stupid Mario and Sonic ones. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm glad about that. But um, yeah, I don't think there was even then there wasn't that much enthusiasm from Konami. So yeah, yeah. But I think mm, the the game, you know, people said it was kind of a rip of Resident Evil, but I I don't I don't really agree. Yeah, I mean the mechanics are similar because you yeah. you play on a on a tank control schematic basically. Yes, which those is great very controls. very unfriendly to anyone who is like <laughs> raised above that time period. Like if you're used to normal like three D controls, going back to tank stuff can be like a learning it's curve. It's part of the difficulty of it's part of the fear when you can't get away from an enemy because you yeah. can't work out the controls. Yeah. Yeah, and I honestly think that the clunky controls and, like, the difficulty in moving sometimes is actually, like, a, a benefit to the game. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you are, you should just run away. Yeah. You shouldn't fight, so... Exactly. So, yeah, Silent Hill kind of established the game franchise as um, kind of, like, a complicated, more mature in terms of, like, thematic content. Yeah. Survival horror game. It has a lot of the popular mechanics of, at the time that, like, Resident Evil did, but because... It didn't really have like the budget or the interest behind it. It had to make a lot of inspired choices to kind of make yeah. the game engine work. So like the iconic fog that has become a mainstay of the series was implemented as to not have to render yeah. the buildings that are like further out. And it actually creates like a really unsettling It was great, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was amazing. It worked out so well. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, the graphics um are really funny. Like <laughs> Yeah. That kind of adds to it. I know. I like it I, too. Yeah, I know a lot of people who actually refuse to play to go back and play the games because they were like the graphics are just crap. Yeah. And I was like, no, that really adds to it because you don't quite know what's coming up the yeah. corridor. You can't really see the textures are sort of all on top of each other in some parts. But I think that really adds to like the oh my god, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know. I think about that sequence towards the beginning of the game when you're going through the elementary oh school. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, and it's all those like little like globs of pixels with little knives like yeah. chasing and like screaming at you. It's terrifying. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the first Silent Hill game is one of my favorites in the franchise because um, the plot is really what it is. You know, it doesn't get too yeah, it's not too post-textual or anything. Yeah. But because of that, it leaves like a lot of room for some emotional moments, like. We get the iconic Lisa Garland scene. Oh, yes. She's a nurse who takes care of Alessa and has, like, a lot of guilt and horror around it after the girl is, like, burnt and she has to take care of her injuries. And um, when she gets, like, possessed and Harry has to abandon her is, like, one of the most heartbreaking moments in the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Can't forget that. And you see a lot of, like, Twin Peaks, like, imagery in this game, too. Yeah, totally. And even the little... um, edit like the intro or the no the end game credits yeah. is it's got a kind of like ha- kind of un- like i don't want to say happy music but it's kind of a bit like you know yeah. and it shows everyone's faces kind of zoom yeah in yeah, on yeah. There yeah with their names it really it gives like kind of a tv like this was it's over yeah. kind of thing i think one of the reasons <laughs> that silent hill is like so aesthetically interesting is because it's small town americana as interpreted by a bunch of Japanese people. Yeah, there's some things in it where you're like, well, I don't know because I haven't been to America, but when I've played it with American friends, they've said like, oh, we don't have that kind of reeling beside the road that looks really Japanese or whatever. So that was interesting for me. There's a lot of like, um, like minor details that make it kind of defamiliar. And because it's like not like a, you know, 
cut for cut, perfectly replicated American small town. It makes it all like that much more defamiliar and kind of unsettling. Um, and I love all the name selections that they have for these characters, like Harry Mason, Lisa Garland, Dahlia Gillespie, James Sutherland, Harry Townshend. It's like all of these, yeah. like, here's what an American's name would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so overall, are you a fan of the first Silent Hill game? Yeah, I would say so. I would say, yeah, it's it's um, it's fuzzy now because I haven't played it in a yeah. really long time. But I find it very difficult. That's mm-hmm. one thing I will say is I definitely got the bad ending and felt like so upset. Oh, that's the yeah. one when you wake up in the car, right? <laughs> no, you're dead. Yeah, you died you in the car You don't wake up in the car. Crash. It shows yeah, you dead in the dead. car. <laughs> you don't wake up in the car. You're dead. Yeah, that ending sucks. Yeah, that was painful. Yeah, so... You have to do a lot of really difficult, minute things in order to get a good ending in the first three games, especially. I guess the first two, but yeah. Um, I played through with a guide. Like, I had one of the old printed guides, so I was able to get an okay ending the first time. No, I played it with some friends, and we kind of just, yeah, we struggled through it. And definitely, I think we ended up killing the officer. Oh, Sybil. Yeah, we killed Sybil. I think think you're meant to give her... Um, you're supposed an to throw antidote, the antidote, right? but yeah, unless but you get the stuff for it, you can't no, give it to her. We so. straight up murdered her, and then you know Harry died, and we were like, "What the fuck?" So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. We felt really bad, you know, to go through that whole journey, yep. and I imagine what it must have been like for people in the nineties to just be like, "Oh my god, he's dead!" You know, before that trope was, you know, he was dead. Was dead all along. Before it was totally, you know, yeah, fled to death. And my favorite thing about that ending too is that, like, you know, yes, it's like a huge trope, but the thing about playing a game that takes like multiple hours yes. to complete <laughs> is that, like, it really is punishing you, and it's not yeah. saying this is you an interesting ending. Job. It's like this yeah. sucks, man. Like, go back, you try again. Up. Go back to your save point. Yeah. So let's get on to the next game, Silent Hill Two. is from 2001 and it's a step up from the playstation it's on the playstation 2 and despite there only being a two-year difference this game is like night and day graphically with the yeah the graphics definitely it's amazing how fast the technology like progressed in just like two years and they started developing it like as soon as silent hill one was done yeah so yeah this is one of the uh most important games in the franchise because i think it has aesthetically set the tone for everything after and especially how people like when they think about silent hill they think a lot about two yeah Yeah, so can you describe the plot of this game to me two is um so james sunderland gets a letter from his wife his dead wife his dead wife asking him to come to their special place which is in silent hill and of course he's like my wife is dead but uh i will go anywhere um, yeah and he goes and he uh meets a lady in the town who looks quite like his wife but That's is right. pretty sexy <laughs> she's a very sexy lady that little like short red skirt <laughs> yeah that was modeled up. on christina aguilera I know. right yeah. yeah 
I only found out that recently, but um, yeah, he uh, he's trying to find out what why he's got this letter, and uh, he's um following around Maria and meets a lot of interesting characters, characters. along the way. Yes, we get Laura, the little blonde Laura. girl, little bitch, very bratty <laughs> little girl. <laughs> I mean, she has good reason. Yeah, she does. She has good reason. I love when she she just is so rude like the whole game like she just like kicks you or like throws yeah, shit at you she locks you in that room with yeah. those things that hang off the ceiling yeah <laughs> and then we have eddie the yeah. pizza boy eddie <laughs> yeah eddie and, and angela. angela oresco one I of my favorite her. characters yeah, in the whole franchise um really disturbed and like morbidly depressed very disturbing her whole backstory is really yeah, yeah she wanders really around with a knife looking sullen she's really yeah. iconic yeah and i think that's all of the character there's an expansion there's a born from a wish um where you play as maria and there's like some oh yes yes you know, yeah. not important but i haven't yeah i don't think i played it as the game progresses you eventually come to realize that you have been like lured into the town as like a false hope and you have to confront your trauma uh as james where you realize that you killed your sick wife out of uh, what you believe to be a mercy killing by yes. smothering her with a pillow. Desperation. Yeah, and the uh, lingering guilt has manifested in all of the monsters and apparitions here in the sexy version of his wife. And depending on how the game ends, you either kill yourself by driving into a lake. <laughs> yes. Um, you deny your guilt and you try to take the sexy Maria home. Sexy Maria. And she coughs in the car and it's all doomed to repeat yeah. itself. What's the good ending here? I forgot. I feel like it was never really, um, like, they never discussed what was canon. Like, no, they don't have left. a good ending necessarily for this. But there's, like, okay. one that's, like, elite, like, more positive in tone. I just forgot what it is. In is it in the water? Oh, I that's think so. That's the one so. where he drives? Doesn't he drive No, that's the them? one where he kills himself. Yeah, that's the one where he kills himself. But that is, I oh. mean, apparently that's the developer's favorite ending. Yeah. So, I think that's like the probably the most like tonally correct one at least because I don't really see him developing as a character and overcoming that trauma. Mm, yeah, I guess not. I don't he think he learns quite anything. Stiff, yeah. Isn't he the whole way through? Yeah, it's it's hard to believe that he would forget that he did something like that yeah. to begin with. Something, <laughs> something special about this game too is it just picked up a bunch of random ass like everyday people like in america and we're like okay you're gonna record for this game so we have a very bizarre vocal performance of guy see playing james and it has like this weird boundary where it seems kind of silly and campy but it's like just earnest enough that it comes across like very creepy it works, yeah yeah totally angela works. too yeah i mean it has so many good lines like uh when she's climbing up the stairs and it's, it's all, always like this yeah, for me it's like this for me it's a real like i love those that's probably the reason why i love those games most is just there's always like those throwaway lines mm -hmm. and then you have to think like oh my god like what is it for them or what is that thing mm -hmm. or you know and the what is it the hole yeah there's a hole here oh there's a it's hole here it's gone now. now like those kind of things yeah. really were there's not much revealed about it and you can go away and be like what else yeah. is there and you know how many silent hills are there and who else is trapped in here yeah you know? and i love that this game doesn't give you 
as many answers as a lot of video game people are accustomed to. Yeah. I mean, even with games that are like, I think that Silent Hill 2 is one of the first like really serious, like psychologically challenging games, you know? Yeah. I mean, it has like a theme. It has characters with like complicated motivations and guilt. And I can't think of a game before this, like outside of like RPGs that even thought to brush the topic, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And even, you know... 19 years later we are still like scant for we can't yeah there are no good horror really i mean even like action i can't think of one of the reasons i think that video games are kind of stupid at the end of the day is that like they're yearning to be an art form but people who play video games refuse to let them be serious or to like earnestly have any kind of character but Silent Hill 2 does, and since then I, I feel we haven't really had that many mainstream games anyway that have been able to break that layer. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely haven't played a horror game in a in a long time that made me feel shocked at the ending or yeah. were surprised at any, really, any elements in the game. Yeah. It's, it's all, you know, they're trying to pander to, you know, action. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, video games are based around, like, that, central premise of you do something and you get rewarded for it you know you commit an action and then you get like a little serotonin rush for like com- successfully completing whatever I finally it is beat the boss. i beat yeah. the boss i got a good headshot you know i you know i got this item and i think silent hill 2 is fascinating because it completely denies you yeah all of those like sensory pleasures yeah i mean there's that part where People just get confused because you're trapped with Pyramid on, Head, right? With pyramid Head, yeah. and all you have to do is survive. But so many people are like, "Yeah, here's the showdown. I gotta beat him." Mm-hmm. But all you have to do is survive. So, so people those kind of things are so interesting. They go into that room and then they just unload all of their yeah. bullets or like whack they, him as much as you can with your pipe. Yep, and then let him go. You have to just like be in that room for like six and a half minutes yeah. or something. It's gruesomely long, and it's it's such a small area it's as tiny. well, and it, it's like really <laughs> bizarrely constructed. Yeah, so. So it doesn't like make you have no idea what you're supposed to do yeah silent hill 2 is like full of those like little touches you know or like when you're like walking down the hall and you, you just hear that one little ah yeah there, when you go into the prison and you can hear this really like demon voice yeah but you can't see where it's coming from or who it is those kind of things like if you're playing it by yourself it's, it's such a small thing but mm-hmm. it just it's so effective it's r- really visceral yeah, yeah. and all of this is going on while you have these really interesting characters. All of the side characters are, like, fascinating and have their own narratives going on. It kind of turns out that most of them are connected to your dead wife, Mary, to a degree. Like, uh, Laura, the little Laura girl, is, is at her yes. hospital. I guess that's it. <laughs> Laura, I think they revealed that uh, Mary wanted to adopt Laura. That's right. And uh, she's kind of angry at James because then he took her away. Yeah. From- from laura with a pillow (laughs) (laughs) james how could you do this yeah and the music is i think the best oh the music is so yeah Yeah. definitely silent hill 2 soundtrack is the it's just amazing yeah i mean because this has like a lot more like general like kind of vaguely rockier moments but they're all really melancholy and complicated yeah Yeah. in the game and then it still has those intense like 
industrial, like, frightening sounds as well. But this one's more atmospheric and kind of more ambient than the first one is. Yeah, definitely the music's more memorable. The first one's a lot of, like, pipe smashing and stuff. And, like, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. This one, one, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. I This was the first game I ever played in the franchise. um, And one of the first horror games I ever finished. Oh, they're your first horror game? Yeah. I think after this, I, I went back and started playing the Resident Evil games, which I have a fondness for. But none of them are scary they're not really in the way that this is scary yeah, and this seems yeah. it's like you don't want to die and that's why it's scary you yeah you lose your progress this game is like this hall is really dark i'm about to die there could be anything at the end of it i have nothing to fight with what is that thing that i can see yeah that is coming towards me yeah really. and silent hill 2 has the legacy of the oh these monsters are psychological representations which kind of gets driven into the ground i think a little bit by fans like post fact a little yeah especially i think recently um the art director for silent hill 2 said that he didn't think that pyramid head was doing a lot of the stuff in the game that people like to say he was doing afterwards that he said people have attached too much meaning to it and really There was no thought process behind that. He's mm-hmm. just carrying around bodies. But, yeah. You know, people like to say different things. I think that, you know, because Silent Hill is so thematically vague sometimes or like has like a lot of plot points that it doesn't explain to you outright, people love to overanalyze, um, yeah. which is good because I mean, hey, it's always nice to be critical I mean, yeah, of what you're... Yeah, point, yeah. But yeah, I think um, especially with two, people get way over the top with trying to say, oh, it means this, this means this. Mm. And sometimes it can just be for tone. Yeah. Yeah. They just threw that in there. I think Pyramid Head is definitely like obviously like a sexual image, um, even if it's not like deliberate. It shows him like fiddling with those like leggy monsters in the beginning. And I think he has like a sexual element to him, but it doesn't have to mean anything in particular. I think just kind of the tonal touches from... Um, the character designer, Ito Masahiro, I think yes, his name is. Yes, yeah. His name. Just the fact that they're tonal enough is great by itself. Well, he's definitely, though, as time goes on, I feel like they made him just the a punisher. Mascot, yeah. He, he's the punisher. He just punishes people who've done bad things. And mm-hmm. also now, yes, the mascot they got to put him in everything they can. Yeah, and it's so bizarre that, like, this kind of, like, freaky sex monster has just, like, become the mascot for the franchise, and they just put him up on everything. They put him on all the art. They shovel him into games he doesn't need to be in. Like Dead by Daylight. Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, we better move on to the... Oh, jeez. We better move on to the next uh, game here. So let's talk about Silent Hill 3. Silent Hill 3 is, um, unlike Silent Hill 2, a direct sequel to Silent Hill 1. Whereas 2 was kind of a branch off um, in its own independent story. story. And it had plenty of references. And, I mean, there's, like, a an in-game reason as to why these events can happen in Silent Hill or whatever. Um, 3 directly continues the story of uh, Harry <laughs> to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. He dies. <laughs> That's so He's sad. He's dead. Yeah, you find him dead in a yeah, chair. Yeah, you find him dead in a chair. Yeah, That's and you play sad. as his daughter. 
who is going by the name of Heather Mason. Heather. And Heather is the baby that um, Harry took away in the, the first game, Silent Hill, um, at the end of the game. And now she is a blonde, a girl who dyes her hair blonde. She bleaches her hair. She wears a cute little vest and that orange skirt. And she's running she's around with a crowbar. Girl. Yeah. And uh, she gets wrapped up into the Silent Hill drama when the cult is um, trying to bring her back into the town as a means of... Again. Again. <laughs> yeah. As a means of rebirthing her... Again. Again. Yeah. So she is followed around by a private investigator who's hired to, uh, like, take... Get some information on her. Yeah. And eventually they find out that it's uh, this woman named Claudia. Claudia. Claudia, the villain of Silent Hill 3 who uh, hired the PI, tried to get her into town, killed Harry Mason. And it works. She gets back into town. And then what happens? Yeah. Then she... uh... She goes to that amusement park. That's right. right? There's also the the hospitals or the the psych ward stuff. <gasps> the psych ward stuff. That's yeah. right. The guy with the diaries and the creepy. Yeah, doll with Dahlia's stuff. Uh, yeah. Not Dahlia. Sorry. Um, Claudia's father. Yeah, yeah. She has to go down to the basement and get the seal of Metatron. That's right. Want to nice say. job. <laughs> She has to get the seal of Metatron to seal off the god yeah, from being help born, her I guess. Anyway, Who cares? It's some stupid MacGuffin. But, yeah, Claudia's yeah. dad ends up not being very helpful. He tries to kill her. He's some kind of crazy deep-sea yeah, diver. He mutilates himself a lot. It's like <laughs> very grotesque. He's messed up. Um, yeah. yeah, you got to kill him, and then you leave. You hang around that amusement park. It's got that great part in it mm-hmm. with the haunted house. Which absolutely terrified me really in my scary, teens. Yeah. Um, that was great. And you encounter the like phantom self, like evil yes, Heather, basically. Back on that little um, the carousel, ride, the yeah, carousel ride where you fought um, Sybil. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you fight yourself, and then you meet um, Vincent a lot yes, and you have do. a lot of chats with him. And then Claudia comes back, and she's like, "You're gonna." You're going to give us this gold. You're going to give us the baby. You're going to give it to us now. And uh, She basically takes this, um, it's like called Ouroboros or something. It's like something Harry gave to her in a necklace. Yes. She eats it and she vomits up God. She it's throws up God. Disgusting and then sack. the little disgusting sack is eaten by Claudia. She he eats freaks it. Out. She's like, oh, God, I will birth you. <laughs> and then she eats the little she god fetus um, and then turns into like a half-formed version of God. Giant mass. That Heather kills. <laughs> Heather has to kill, yeah. She kills God. She's got to whack it. And if you get the good ending, which you do, I think, on your first yeah, playthrough. Yeah, I think it's, it's easier to do, right? I think you get it no matter what the first time you play it. And um, you decide that you are going to um, keep being blonde. Even though you are going to accept the fact that you are, you know, the you reborn version. Parts. Yeah, you're yeah. both. You can be both, girl. You go, girl. Girl boss. <laughs> and then she goes home. And yeah, nice little wrap yeah, up to the... It, it wraps up, yeah. No, yeah. We're not going to birth any more gods. Now, I think that this is the most frightening game in the whole franchise. Oh, really? I think it's really scary. Um, I think that it has a lot of the same playstyle elements that 1 and 2 does that like work so well. It has, like, the great plot going forward and the tone, but the actual, like, set pieces are really fucking scary in this game. Even just, like, from the mall, I find this game to be, like, oppressively frightening. 
in the mall, there's a shop called Natalie Shoes. Oh, did you open that shop? Yes, I did. What kind Actually, of shoes? I come from Silent Hill. <laughs> we only sell Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my favorite games in the series. Yeah, and I would say I played it a lot of times too, yeah. It's very fast. It's like six hours, so you can yeah, get through it's it pretty short, quick. Yeah, yeah. But... There's a lot of, like, really campy, like, over-the-top plot stuff going on here. This is the talkiest game of the first three, I think. Yes. There's a lot of scenes with the extra characters. And I love hearing them talk and, like, go about, like, the mythos of Silent Hill. It kind of feels like Twin Peaks again, like, in that. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. And all of the side characters are, once again, like, fascinating and really well-developed. I think Vincent is such a... Vincent is, yeah. Great addition. Yeah. I what love that line that he says to her. And he goes, they look like monsters to you. Oh, he's like, they're beautiful yeah. to me. Like like you said about Silent Hill, two of the best parts of this franchise are those like... Just those throwaway uh, lines. Yeah. Like if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't... You'd never notice. Yeah, you wouldn't notice. It's those like side moments where you just like realize just how much could possibly be going on like under the skin yeah, here. Yeah, how they're just running around murdering yeah. random people. And the music once again is fucking awesome. Yeah, the music's great too. And it, for the first time in this series... It has vocals on some of it by Mary Elizabeth yes. McGlynn. And those are all a bunch of Slay Diva Queen moments. <laughs> I love those songs. Yeah, my fantasy is I want to do like a Heather like lip sync. Oh, I would love that. I want to sing You're Not Here and like the crowbar <laughs> yes. or something. Yes. But it's so obscure. Like I do that. I would like, be in the front row. Can you imagine all the people who like are watching me like in my country little bob and I'm like beating up a monster on stage like. I will, I will come on stage as the monster. I will put a triangle, a tope a box on my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, this game synthesizes a lot of the best parts of the first and second. Like, it has a lot of the psychological stuff from the second game and showing Heather's confusion about herself. Um, and then it has, like, that oppressive, intense, like, industrial grind yeah. of, like, the first game's, like, fear. Um, this game works for me on all levels, and I it's maybe my favorite in the series. Oh. Heather is that cunty bitch. She is a queen. But she's normal. Just like the way, like, you want me to put my hand in the toilet, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, all the other characters are like, sure, I'll jump in the hole. Sure, I'll put my hand in the wall. But she's yeah. actually like, ooh, this is gross. There's, I don't yeah. Do this. You're referring to that iconic moment where you have, like, a button option. It's like, press A to investigate the toilet. And then it shows her, like, reaching into it. And then she goes, yuck. <laughs> Who would even think of doing something like that? And she looks straight into the can. Yeah. And this game also has so many, like, cunty costume options that oh, you get in Oh, the magical re- girl. Yes. Yeah. And there's, this game has, like, the, a lot of the silly stuff going for it, which we haven't addressed because this whole franchise has, like, the UFO the endings. The endings, yeah. Yeah, it has a lot of, like, fun, like, throwaway stuff. But this game has, like, the most, but it never, like, ruptures the tone for me. I think it's so cute. Yeah, I think it's still so great, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else to say about Silent Hill 3? Be- Silent Hill 3? Um... No, I don't think so. No, I just really dominated that conversation because I love Silent Hill 3 so much. Yeah, I think I played it the most, though, definitely when I was a teenager. It was the first one that I could get my hands on that was just for me, you know? It's the easiest one to find, I think, of the original three because now it's kind of tough to get your hands on these games. Yeah, on one and two. Yeah, but there's definitely just some great moments, you know, when you're, like, standing on the platform and that ghost thing, like pushes you in front mm-hmm. of the train yeah that was terrifying died many times yeah. that because i couldn't work out how to get back up 
um yeah and the haunted house and also the mannequin yeah room, oh, the in, mannequin that, room. in that like office in those offices yeah the, yeah the design of those things is really scary to me yeah just the noises and stuff like that and when you go there's those like big giant monsters as yeah. well like the big, oh the like, huge arm ones that like stumble around and like can clobber those, you yeah those as well but there's those things that just block the doorways They're, yeah like, just giant um just in you go into a oh, room yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah, go yeah. to the very end of the room and there's one sitting there and you're like i forgot so yeah it was yeah it was so great but i i was kind of upset when they killed her dad and she oh, just I goes back so and he's fierce. on the chair yeah. no and then you go onto the roof and it's just that guy that well, guy that thing with the like weird arms yeah chasing you it's like mm. that that scene when you find out that Harry's dead is really tragic. It was sad. And it's yeah. bold. I mean, you know, The Last of Us 2 just got spoilers and big shit for... Oh, Ivy's here. <laughs> Hi, Ivy. Silent. Sorry, The Last of Us Part 2 just got in a bunch of shit for um, killing off Joel, the protagonist of that the first game. So, I mean, this game was, you know, from a decade and five years previous. <laughs> and, yeah. Um. So, after the break, we are going to get into the worst content in Worst? The- <laughs> Yes! <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, well, get ready for some hot debate, girls. All right, let's take a break, shall we? Yes, let's take a break. Hi, Ivy. studio audience hi ivy hi. ivy is sitting in the chair because she's gonna watch me do my makeup later and supervise some <laughs> photography so hi train yeah so ivy is sitting here she's uh watched some of the silent hill games so maybe she'll have some things to scream out in the background um yeah so we talked about the first three games which are the core three those are the three games that were all like developed by team silent Mm -hmm. and this is the last game developed in japan yes this next one and it's kind of a turning point for the series it's silent hill 4 the room Kind of developed as a game that was not necessarily supposed to be a Silent Hill game, and it kind of got that label, and they t- like uh, tied it in with the lore mm, a yes, little more a <laughs> during development. Yeah, they put a lot in there. Yeah, so in this game, um, you play as Henry, Henry Townshend. Got it? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, he's some icky looking man icky i think he's like the least attractive out of all of <laughs> he's the... got that great blondie kind of dirty Ugh. brown mop he looks like he needs a shower but no, no sh- i was totally into that oh well yeah. grunge look there you have it <laughs> i mean i was talking with ivy who is sitting here recently and we all agree that the grungy look is good so maybe dirty i'm boys do it <laughs> dirty boys do it better <laughs> for him yeah, so he basically lives in an apartment, not in Silent That's Hill. An apartment. And then one day he wakes up and there's a lock on the door and a huge hole in the a wall. A lot of locks on the door. Yeah. And um, there's a hole in his wall, too. That's right. So you play as in first person and during these bits. You yes. can rummage around your sad little apartment. That terrified me. It's scary. That there's... opening scene where that thing comes out of the wall. Yeah. 
terrifying. Very scary. Yeah. And um, eventually you have nowhere to go, so you go into the hole. As you would. As you would, yeah. of course. Who wouldn't go into to. the hole? <laughs> <laughs> so then what happens? Then you go into the hole and you end up in the subway <laughs> station and you meet another sexy woman. What was her name? Um, wait, is this Eileen? No, it's not Eileen. Oh, it's the it's Latina the, girl. The other sexy woman, yeah. Cynthia. Cynthia, that was her name. Yeah. That was her name. You meet her and she's like, we're in a dream, aren't we? He, he, he. Yeah. This is a dream. And Henry's kind of like, mm. And then <laughs> you see like some evil dogs and... You get split up from Cynthia, I think, and you end up going back to your apartment. And when you come back, she is drained of blood on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a scene like that. And then eventually you find her and she's been completely like, yeah, she's all stabbed yeah. in the little controller room or right. something. And she's like, this is a dream, isn't it? I owe you that favor. <laughs> um, And then you're like, shit. And then you go back to your room. Yeah. And basically, the rest of the game sees you meeting a bunch of other tenants of the apartment, like, in the, like, other world. Yeah, every time you go through the hole. Which is allegedly a hole to Silent Hill or something. Yeah. And you discover it's linked to a series of serial killings uh, by a man named... Walter Walter, Sullivan? yeah. Walter Sullivan. And He's also sporting a grunge look. Very, very say. grungy, yeah. <laughs> the trench He's coat. nice. <laughs> <laughs> He has, like, a fixation on his mother who, like, abandoned him. Yes. Yeah. And so he views um, the apartment that he was raised in, or, like, I forgot how he got there. I don't he remember. Think, I think the mom, did she leave he him He left him there. there? So he views it and, as his yeah, mother. The orphanage keeps telling him that's where right. he was from, so he just thinks that it's his mom. Yeah. And apparently he had some interactions with the cult that we see in Silent Hill 1 and 3, and... Uh, some way or another, it leads to him being able to, like, doesn't he, like, he, he tries to, what does he do here? I forgot. He, like, tries to make the apartment alive or something. Yeah, he kind of, it's <laughs> almost becomes, like, the other world again, where yeah. he just thinks that it's his mom. It sort of changes into his mom. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just weird. He tries right? to turn the apartment, basically. I could be completely wrong about this. I haven't played this game in, like, seven years or yeah, something. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, but I think he basically tries to, like, give well, it's sentience. It's almost just like it's possessed, right? Yeah. yeah, the room gets possessed and the, the whole apartment turns into the other world almost. Yeah, and at the end of the game, you vanquish him. Yeah, if you if you can bloody work out how to play it. Yeah, because this is one of the so most hard. complicated games to yeah. get through in the franchise. And I think that this game turns a lot of people off for several reasons. One being that it's kind of more tangential to the rest of the series. And then also the gameplay is so, so frustrating sometimes. It's yes. really challenging. The combat is impossible to maneuver. And it, the puzzles are really not fun. Like, they're not satisfying or rewarding in a way that, like, they were in 3 or 2. You just kind of have yeah. to, like storm your way through them yeah i feel like there's a lot of parts where there was a big setup and then the payoff was kind of weird or lackluster yeah i think the plot is interesting if not as impactful as it is like in one two or three but i guess this game is still like kind of a success for me because it has some of the series like most memorable like images like the giant eileen head with a twitching eye that yes. you come across <laughs> Um, so I would 
play the game again at least for like that stuff but like the leading other characters around and the ghosts it's all just very the ghosts were very 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 frustrating yeah because they were impossible to kill and it made the game not as enjoyable just because you had to take eileen around with you right and you get a bad ending if she takes damage yeah and there were certain parts where i got lost and i left her behind and she got the shit beat out of her and uh, I got a bad ending. I don't know how many times. Like I had to yeah. replay it as when I was older and could actually, you know, think about it a mm-hmm. bit more. But yeah. Can you imagine hard. like not knowing that that was what was going on? Like that you would get a bad ending if you let this girl get hit too many times. <laughs> yeah, like... and don't equip her with a with a with a weapon. Otherwise, she'll get beat even more. Like, yeah. And she's awful using the weapon, too. She just, like, misfires all the time. Yeah, or you can give her her handbag, and she can just, like, whack them with her handbag. She's in those terrible high heels, you know. One thing this game does give us is another addition to the pantheon of iconic Silent Hill divas and bitches, which is Eileen in her handbag. (laughs) She's definitely in, like, top five for me. I think she is very fierce. Yeah. And that dress. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. So you can get, like, a weird bondage outfit yeah. or something for her can't you yeah i think like it's on a extra. replay you can get it yeah and she like, makes comments and, like covers herself up yeah. and it's like stop it for eileen yeah, yeah. still definitely a japanese developed game yeah, <laughs> creeping on her from our room but uh yeah i thought like some of the monster designs and stuff were really great though you know that um baby head yes two babies those are creepy with the arms there's that bit where you go into the room and there's like 30 of them and you have to maneuver your way through it like the game the difficulty in the game was kind of what turns a lot of people off yeah it was just really painful i mean it's saying something that um silent hill is a 1999 playstation game with tank controls and it's way easier than this game yeah yeah Yeah. well um we better move on to the next game here which is the first american developed silent hill game the first and it's silent hill origins or in japan it's silent hill zero can you feel she said her blood turns to ash So this is a prequel to the first game where you play as a trucker, Travis Grady. Travis, yes. Yeah. And basically it shows the aftermath of Alessa being burned during the ritual. And you kind of go through that. Yeah, I think there's some stuff with his mother in the game. He keeps getting notes oh, or something. Oh, God, what is that? I, I mean, I've kind of forgotten it. But yeah, this is, this, is yeah. A, this is a PlayStation <laughs> portable game, yeah. a PSP game. And I played it on the PSP. Because you can play it on the PlayStation 2, I think, as I think well. I played it on the PlayStation 2. Yeah, but yeah. I played on the PSP. I would, like, be, like, in the car with my parents and just, like, have my earbuds <laughs> in, like, playing it. doesn't. It's not very conducive. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit, um... Because you can pick up any item 
around oh, you. Oh, yeah, this... That was the best part of it. You can that pick up you everything, and your pockets are just, just stuffed <laughs> with, like, wooden pick boards. Pick up a TV. Yeah. It would just beat everything with a TV. Yeah. Now, of the Western release Silent Hill games, I don't hate this. Um, I think it was all right, yeah. I think it plays kind of as, like, a fan tribute to the original games, and it is definitely on brand with, like, the level design and the... It looks similar yeah to yeah. The other games it plays similar there's a stupid mechanic where you can like switch between like the misty like fog world and like the nightmare demon world yeah that was frustrating with the maps i just thought it was yeah. not interesting and then this game also contradicts a lot of plot points from the first game so it just is kind of like breaking the timeline of the franchise yeah. which is like pretty well established at that point but i don't know um there's nothing truly thrilling or unique yeah, in know, this game. Yeah, I know. It doesn't have any really standout points. I yeah. There's, like, some good stuff. I like that it has, like, the same, like, uh, fixed camera angles that the original game does. And I guess it has, like, some scares. But it has, like, its own, like, stupid pyramid head, like, repeat. And, like, the butcher. Yeah, the butcher. That's right. I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not interested in this. Like, yeah. oh, wow, he's wearing a mask and has a long sword. Oh, scary. Yeah, I can, I can barely remember it. That's bad. Yeah, this game has <laughs> vacated my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even play it that long ago, but... You played it, like, last year, right? I think so. Ooh, I think yikes. so. A year or two ago, maybe two years ago, I replayed it with with Ron. Now, on a scale yeah. of zero to Henry Townshend, how hot is Travis Grady, the trucker? Oh, Lord. No. He's, He's a, a two. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's a two. One, two for me. Also, um, this game has a lot with iconic silent hill diva legend lisa garland and yet gives her no cunty iconic moments yeah. how dare they this game doesn't contribute anything to the female cult of silent hill women no so not flop. that i remember anyway no flop um also this is one of the games that reveals that there's like five different psychiatric hospitals in silent hill like i love how many like, uh, just in every game, they have to keep expanding the town. Yeah. So it just keeps getting, like, gradually more ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> there are two prisons. There are three psychiatric <laughs> hospitals. There are seven hospitals for this town of 2,000 people. <laughs> okay, let's get on to the next game, because I really am tired of talking about this. Um, this is one of the most infamous games in the franchise, because this game was not even released in Japan. Never got a Japanese release here. So this is like the breaking point, I think, for the franchise where it is so deviated from its roots that it has kind of become like a simulacrum of itself to a degree. And this is 2008's Silent Hill Homecoming. play as a an allegedly a purportedly um veteran returning yeah. from war his name is something i forgot his, I name. Forgot his name alex alex shepherd alex shepherd his name alex shepherd <laughs> he lives in shepherd's glen 
It's just across the way from Silent Hill yeah. to Luca Lake. You just got to get on a boat. This game, uh, oh, also in the very first part, the person who drops you off home is Travis oh, yeah. Grady, the trucker. I have to say, Ooh. yeah, as a teenager, I loved that. I was like, whoa, it's connected. Oh, it's all connected. Oh I love that teenage impulse to like, just connect everything. And yeah. like for some reason, something being connected to something else makes it more worthy. Oh, yes. I remember in high school, I was like, this is how all the American Horror Story seasons are connected. <laughs> oh, oh, God, no one cares, girl. Chill out. Um, yeah, this game is just Silent Hill pastiche, I think. It just is, like, doing, like, the aesthetic, like, <sighs> level of it, I guess. Um, it still has music from Yamaoka Aikira, which is yeah. very good, I think. The music is good. More cunty Mary Elizabeth McGlynn moments. Um, and you are in the, I guess, like, the cult from Silent Hill made an agreement in the Shepherd's Glen town. It's like, okay, we will, you will sacrifice your children into the lake every year. And then, yeah, one da, child. Da, 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 da. One child. And if you do that, then Silent Hill won't affect your town or something. And, and then he gets back yeah. and discovers that because they didn't, they were supposed to execute him. Yes. They executed his out. brother instead. No, didn't no. he? He killed his brother by accident oh, on yeah. a boating trip, and the parents oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ble- were really angry at him. But at the start of the game, he doesn't realize that he killed his own brother. Right. So he finds his brother in that weird hospital, right? He wakes up and he's yes. being tortured. And you spend the whole game like running after the kid, running after your little brother, only to find out that you killed him. Yeah, and that's why your parents—they were so angry at you, and they never really—they never really loved you. Yeah, How terrible. And um, this game is, uh, the story is really stupid because, I mean, like, at least in, like, the first three and four, like, the connections of Silent Hill to the character, like, have a lot more, like, weight that doesn't feel generic. But, like, the, oh, you killed your brother and you don't remember because of what it is. You never went to the war. You went to a psychiatric hospital. Oh, (laughs) trying really hard it's very horror trope yes it is yeah even like at the end you cut your little brother out of the final boss the Mm -hmm. final boss is like pregnant your brother falls out yeah you're like whoa my brother's in there so there's some like nice monster design here and yeah i'll agree some of the bosses were pretty cool this definitely feels like the saw of silent hell yes there's lots of torture porny moments yes a lot of weird stuff going on yeah undertones and i don't know silent hill has never been gory like it's had moments of like disgust and stuff yeah it's not really gory but it's never been gory in the way that this is and i think that it really like delineates the shift in quality well i mean yeah they bring back pyramid head again but he's like a punisher he's a punisher element he cuts your dad in half yeah right and then there's a part with your mom and you can forgive her or not if you don't forgive her it like twists her yeah Twist her up, yeah, that was pretty. And the drill, the drill, the drill moment. Yeah. I mean, that terrified me when it I was younger. Me out too. I was like, oh, playing in the middle of the night, like I gotta get this drill out of my mouth. But yeah, it was very different. Yeah, for all of the failures of this game, I think it like does kind of succeed as a horror game on like the gore alone. I guess. Yeah, so. I mean, younger me appreciated it. I think. Yeah, me too. This yeah. is one. I think I played this a little bit after I played the original three, and I thought it was really good when it was I first fine, played it. But the game was a little bit buggy. I think that Very. turned people off too. Yeah. So. And also, there's just some you run really slowly in this game. It takes you forever to get from one place to another. Yeah, and fighting was quite difficult. I remember mm-hmm. blocking and things like that, like working out how to those those yeah. big things with the blades that 
like kind of like spider yeah. whatever the, the needle they ones wrecked the me mask. yeah the yeah. needle guys they've wrecked me a lot this game has a really shooting. heavy combat focus yes so very obnoxious because i don't know the combat of the original games is more like you are doing it so you don't die not because it's like the focal point of the game but this is yeah. really just a lot of fighting and you can rarely run away which you have always been able yeah, to they do yeah they chase you they do not give up yeah and because you run so slow yeah you, you have to away. just do it mm. there's also an ending where you turn into pyramid head yes that's right i forgot about that they, they put it on your head yeah, they impale yeah. your head on two pieces of the big triangle oh, the fans would love that oh they yeah. they'll love <laughs> this <laughs> more pyramid head put it on now do you know that this is yamaoka akira's like favorite game in the franchise i actually did not know that yeah because he thinks it's the scariest come on i know <laughs> what's he doing <laughs> i know because uh, he uh, brought like a copy of uh two for someone to sign in the the guy asked him like, what's your favorite game and he said homecoming and he, he was he like he wasn't trolling no he was serious <laughs> is it just because he wasn't directly a part of it yeah because i i think he did a lot more like yeah. of the general design of the games well he would have had a no to fit the music but for this one you know mm -hmm. maybe it was just because it was new for yeah. him yeah well let's That's move shocking. on to the next game um which is 2009's silent hill shattered memories available on the wii <laughs> <laughs> Now, I think this game is pretty underrated. Yeah, I enjoyed it, I would say. It's yeah. a re... What do they call it? A reimagining. Yes. They, they love to call it a reimagining of the first game, where you play once again as Harry, who is much less hot than he was before. Yeah, much less hot. Very much like a dad. He looks really <laughs> grungy. Um, and same setup. You have crashed your car. Your daughter is missing. Go yep. through the town and find her. Um, but this time, the game has an ice aesthetic and no attachment to the cult. Like, there's none of the cult retelling. No, there isn't. And you don't have any combat options. You can only run. You can only run, yeah. Which I think is pretty spooky. I think that was fun. Yeah, it I thought it was fun. fun. It was good. The, the game Wii. is graphically beautiful as well. Mm -hmm. I thought the environments were really well designed, and there's a lot of, like, fun gimmicky stuff with the Wii and the flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a cool game. It had some good puzzles in it as well. Yeah, it I does. I remember us struggling with the gumball machine. Oh, the gumball one. machine is really tough. And Hannah got it, and we were all like, "Woo!" <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that was fun. And uh, I liked. I think now I realize it doesn't really have much bearing on the actual game, but mm -hmm. the way when you're in the psychiatrist's office and yeah. they're like, depending on how you answer, will change how the game is. Yes, it doesn't really change it, but when you're playing it, you're kind of like, "Ooh, I get to." color my house and you know yeah that's gonna change the game yeah know? and it's really superficial it just is yeah like, it doesn't like, do anything but really. it's so funny because it, like the game like it has like a vhs aesthetic and it starts with like a red warning at the very beginning and it's like psychology warning <laughs> I'm like, this game plays you <laughs> oh does it yeah great and then if you They're like excited. look at the really pixelated nintendo wii graphic like like a girly posters on the wall then it just like makes all the monsters like vaguely sexual yeah. i'm like okay yeah sure. you don't really notice it though or like if you sad. look at like the the it changes like the costumes of like uh their replacement of uh sybil bennett 
So, like, if you, like, play without looking at, like, the girly stuff or you don't answer sex-related questions... Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Then it has a really conservative costume with oh. brown hair. But if you answer, like, really, like, oh, I'm a, I'm a dirty slut. Yeah. Then it, she comes up and she has, like, this uh, shirt that's, like, buttoned all the way down to her titties yes, all the yes, way out. Like, right. blonde hair and a mole. <laughs> and she's like, oh, why don't you come up and fuck me sometime, Harry Mason? <laughs> Give me some of your Harry Mason, Harry Mason. God. Um, but, you know, this game is fun. And then the twist at the end is that oh harry died in that car accident and you as a cheryl you're in the in the psych you're the one being yeah, talked to and you're you've kind of imagined him as this hero and no he never was he was just a man he's just a dude and then depending on your behavior you get like a cute ending oh also there was a divorce i forgot about that yeah wasn't um Dahlia, really sexy. Yeah, he was married well. to Dahlia. Yeah. They were like teenage <laughs> sweethearts. Yes, that's right. There's a whole part with the high school. As yes, well. yes, You're yes. Walking around there. And then you, uh, their marriage falls apart for whatever reason. Yeah. And um, that is kind of like why um, Cheryl keeps imagining him as, oh, he's he was a better man than he was. Yeah. And uh, you have to learn to accept that he was just a person. He's gone. I thought this was a pretty neat game. Yeah, I mean, the running and everything. That was kind of fun for yeah. the Wii. Yeah. Made it work. And um, I would recommend this to people who are into the series. I agree, yeah. Yeah. Um, even if it's, like, not really, like, story in line with the rest of the franchise, I think that it's... It's just a bit of fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, a, it's... Yeah, it's very fun. Let's get to the next and last game in the Silent Hill franchise. We got to the last game. Last one. And the worst it's Silent Hill down shit. Shit. <laughs> Silent Hill shit no. poor. <laughs> I start to search all of the places that I have found. All the decreases in my mind that I told up somehow. I want to keep the pace. I want to figure it out. I gotta do it this way. If I don't, everything's lost. Have you ever really known it? Another American release game for the PlayStation <laughs> 3. Um, I hate this game so much. You play yeah. as Murphy Pendleton. Pendleton. <laughs> he also had like kind of a the same look as Henry. Henry, I would say, same yeah. kind of hair, same kind of face. He's a prisoner. He's a harder version of Henry. Yeah, he's a prisoner who's uh his prison bus crashes outside of Silent Hill. <laughs> oh, the town is going to get his guilt going. And, um, I hate it. I just don't like it. The gameplay sucks. The plot is so incomprehensibly dumb. The It just is doing that thing that I really detest um, and trying to imitate Silent Hill 2. It's like, this character yes. has trauma. Oh, the trauma is in the town. Now what? Monster is trauma. Oh, and I hate... I hate how generic his, like, backstory is. Uh, what even happened? I think he, his, like... His son dies? Yeah, and he, like, killed someone in revenge. He killed the guy in the showers, and the prison guards all look away and let him beat him. Yeah. It's you the do very it. start of the you game, do it. right? Yeah. You do do it. And you don't know why. Yeah, you don't know why you've done it. And then the bus crashes, and there's the lady police officer as well who tries to and she follows get you, you back, yeah. and she doesn't listen. And then you meet a couple of weird people. 
there's a guy who jumps off. There's uh, the only black character in the entire game who is imported from the comics. He's a um, a delivery man. A delivery man. You forgot, like the post office guy? Oh, wait, yes, 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 he, yes, yes. Who randomly just appears. He's like, I'm spooky. I am related to Silent Hill and... Here's a letter for you. <laughs> <laughs> From your dead wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was... Mm, I think the biggest thing, I really hated the car- the the enemies. The enemy design was awful. So generic. It was rubbish, and uh, they were so overpowered mm-hmm. and frustrating. This and they never followed scary. you everywhere. Only yeah, frustrating. It, it, all it wants to do is it, it puts cheap jump scares wherever they can yep. put them. Like in the car park, um, those things that screamed, those the screamer, women that I think they're screamed. literally called screamers. You're just like out, uh. like running around in the rainy town, and all of a sudden they go ah! <laughs> <laughs> and jump on your back. The camera angle changes, but you're meant to be like the horror. Um, I'm like, oh, I'm so startled. Mixing. Yeah, it just was frustrating. And this is the first game in the series to not have a Yamaoka score. Yes. It has a Daniel Licht score. Who Didn't Korn do a song for they it did. as well? They yeah. did. They did. They oh, did. Oh, the downfall of Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It could have been good. It could have been good. You go from Yamaoka to Korn with a K. <laughs> I know why they call these spit guards now, because I just screaming about Korn, like, spit all over this. Korn yeah. makes me spit. You know, Korn makes you spit. Do you know why Korn's name is that? No. It's because the lead singer saw Korn in his poop. Really? No. Yes. No. No, it's true. <laughs> Ivy's it's being, true. <laughs> Ivy's it's true. Being. No, it's true. <laughs> wow, lovely. I love it. Hmm. Yeah, so um, this game has no maturity. It is Silent Hill for babies or it people. It tried really hard, though. Yeah. It, 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 it did try really so hard. hard. With the end, but with the execution, the big executioner. You get to be the guy who plods along and you can decide whether to kill or not to kill. Yeah. It, it tried. And it's this game's uh, Silent Hill Pyramid Head ripoff. It's the Executioner. Again. Not scary. You... The final boss, though, was weird. It was weird. That big, giant man who was hooked up to all those. You know what? One of the best things about that game uh-huh. was at the end, when you're walking around in a circle, mm-hmm. the prison um, gates oh, yeah, open yeah, up. Yeah. And there was, like, guys who were just, <laughs> like, on like... a circle, they would spin out, like, go, Rah! <laughs> spin back in yeah. that was the best i like that too best enemy design i mean there was some good stuff designed like in the other world and stuff like when you get chased by that like red light that eats everything behind you it's i mean they spooky stole that from, from shattered memories yeah. no it was in um th- two uh, three i want to say there was a part where this red thing oh. was chasing you and oh. you had to get out of it that was three i think yeah but in the downpour one it was kind of like if it got oh that was what was good about it uh-huh. when the hole the black hole thing started to suck you in yeah. more murphy would go <laughs> <laughs> the guy who voices but then murphy. he would get away and it would be fine so every so often it would just go <laughs> and then he would get away <laughs> the guy who voices murphy is like always screaming and yelping in this game but it's so funny like hearing this grown man go <laughs> but as he's walking totally normally and has a Totally fine facial expressions. I so know. It didn't really mesh. Fuck this game. It killed the franchise. Um, the only yeah, thing we got get, after this didn't... was PT. It's, I, I could argue that PT was the best horror game that we've ever gotten ever. And it was only a bloody little teaser. I mean, it's very scary. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, this was 
um, developed by what's his name? Kojima. Yeah, Kojima, of course. Hideo Kojima. Who was supposed to make Our the boy. next Silent Hill game? It all fell apart because he got. I'm still fucked. praying. I'm praying. I'm out here. I don't know. After Death Stranding, which I love, mm-hmm. the plot of Death Stranding is ultra high camp. It's absurd. <laughs> I don't I really know if I, I want him kind of doing Silent Hill necessarily. Uh, I don't know, but I know that if he was to do Silent Hill, that the original art director, yeah, Masahiro Ito, Ito was said that he would join him. And also, Kojima had a lot of great connections. But yeah. the one thing that worries me is that Kojima says he doesn't really know much about horror. Yeah. Like, he doesn't actually watch Well, I mean, much, Death Stranding so. has enough horror in it that I, I could believe he could pull it off. Spoopy. Yeah. A wee bit spoopy. Um, uh, yeah, PT is cool. It was like a playable trailer is what they called it. That was supposed to be a reveal for Silent Hill that got the kibosh put on it. But it's a very cool game that well, you, you cannot can't, play. You can't even play it. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I played it. And uh, I still have it on my PS3. So. Oh my gosh, you can sell that. I know. You can sell it for a lot. Millions. Yeah. Millions. <laughs> so, but it was great. The the puzzles in it as well. There was so much speculation mm-hmm. online about what you had to say into the mic to get the final mm-hmm. bell. Yeah, that was great. That brought it back to the original. I think just the yeah. obscurity of the what weird am I meant puzzles to do? and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think PT was a really good like signpost for where the series could have gone. And, um, and Konami fucking put a stop to that. Yeah, they sure did. Hi Konami. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> and now apparently there's a lot of rumblings of a reboot. Well, every single year somebody puts out some kind of rumor that there's going to be a reboot or people a are convinced or this time that it's going to be like one of the PS5 titles. Um. I mean... Because apparently Ito is working on something right now that's very secretive. Oh. And so people think that he's doing more Silent Hill stuff, but mm-hmm. he hasn't... I don't know. I'm, I'm neither here nor there. But if... I mean, if... I know, like, Del Toro and Junji Ito were mm-hmm. totally on board. So. Oh, God. Can you imagine Junji, Junji Ito, Ito yeah. got some kind of anything God. part of that game? I would just... I would eat that up. I know. It's not don't fair. Don't they understand? I think that Junji Ito should get a game out, honestly. Like, I would love to see like him do the I just do, like, want all... him to do just something, yeah. Just yeah. do something for us, please. See if the horror... Horror games are just, like, being taken over by, um, you know, like, quick, easy sort mm-hmm. of, ju- like, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yeah. It's like all that, like, tension. Any sort of, like, just jump scares. Something yeah. that's quick and easy to put on. It's not very scary, but it's, I don't know, it's got a competitive vibe to it. Like, yeah. you got to collect something. you got to get out of something really... Well, all of these games are just like um, made for YouTube now. Is the yeah, point? Yeah, totally. That yeah. It's you're made right. for children to watch and like watch like Markiplier go when he you know. <laughs> God, for fuck's sake! I mean, like I don't want kids playing Silent. Well, I do because Silent Hill is very <laughs> well, instrumental to too, me. Yeah. So I would love it if more children played Silent Hill over Five Nights at Freddy's or God, even like the Slenderman game or whatever. I just think it's all so crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Slenderman game was okay compared to some of the other things that are out, but yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know where. I mean, Resident Evil tried to they revive the, I like the, the two with remake. Seven. Yeah. Oh, the 2 remake was great. Yeah, and I think that 7 is a pretty good game. 7 was great in VR. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, I thought it was pretty scary, and I, I played it like, on my own, but It was yeah. spoopy, yeah. Spoopy yeah. With Mia, you crazy... We're coming up on time, but we're going to go a little long just so we can talk about one of the most important parts of the franchise, at least in the way that, like, Westerners perceive Silent Hill. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And that That, is... That movie. The Silent Hill movie. (laughs) Um, No, okay. I don't really overall care for this movie. I rewatched it last night, Mm -hmm. and my overall opinion is that 
aesthetically, it gets a lot right. Like, yes. it has a lot of the creature design imported. The score is only Yamaoka's music, which is a really Love smart that. choice. And there's a lot of successful CGI. I think the effects have aged beautifully. Yes. The monsters are really well done, and a lot of them practically. For the most part, yeah. So I think that, like, this movie works as, like, a Silent Hill music video or, like, a tribute act long <laughs> yeah long music video. two hours but as a movie it sucks oh i mean video game movies well yeah it's the most we could ask for i think at that point yeah <laughs> and i mean what pisses me off about this is that silent hill has great characters and always has you know i think ever since one we've had really impressive fully fleshed you know individuals with perspectives and complicated takes on things and then we get to this game and it just boils everyone down to the most like ham-fisted basic version. Like mm. like I don't know, the cult is you know obviously uh, important they're just really, yeah. to the first few games, you know. Top. But the cult here is just like some like overstated, hypersaturated, like Protestant mm. like critique. I'm like yeah. burn the witch. What? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, I think like it it would just be too obscure for audiences to put on mm-hmm. screen that we're trying to rebirth a god, you know. Yeah, yeah, because I mean they they cut that out completely. Yeah, the, the that rebirth wasn't part. in it at all. Yeah. yeah, instead they were just like, oh, we burn bad people yeah, in this town. Bad. We need to keep the darkness away. The darkness. Oh, and then and also the there's that terrible tacked on B plot um, that wasn't even in the original script. The original script was only women in the whole movie. And then the studio, like, demanded a male presence. So they... they, Sean Bean? Yeah, they made that Sean Bean subplot where he just is, like, running around, uncovering useless information that applies nothing to the rest of the movie. And it's so boring. But they had to have that for that final little reveal where they were in different timelines or something. Which I think is actually the best part. Sean Bean survived. Yeah. That's also rare. Yeah, uh, but not (laughs) into the sequel, which I'm not... I refuse to discuss. What?! Silent yeah. Hill Revelations. It was bad. With Kit Harrington of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Vincent. He played Vincent. He takes his shirt off. No. A plus. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so beyond saving. <laughs> it's so Honestly, it kind of maybe I haven't wa- rewatched but people it. People love that shit. They eat it up. Well, yeah, because you know people who haven't like I, played the I, games. I, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be. Yeah. Get controversial, girl. You're on I'm So Popular. Mean. Get mean. This is a mean podcast. I hated that. Just like, why would Pyramid Head just be sitting there, like, fucking doing pushing the, he's the like carousel? doing the row thing. Woo! I'm here, <laughs> you know. Gotta get that in. And the mannequins. And then just random people trapped mm-hmm. in the town getting chased by those screaming mannequins. Oh, God. And, <laughs> I mean, I think that Revelations is, like, the <laughs> ultimate reveal at why Silent Hill is dying. And it's because... People only get it for, like, the loose images they've seen, which is Pyramid Head, Foggy Town, sexy zombie nurse. Oh, God. The boobs got bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, my God. And then they brought that into Homecoming. They did. And they're they're really boobilicious in Homecoming. Oh, they're boobilicious already. They're big naturals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they make all those squeaking noises. But, like, in two, like, they're not that sexy. No, they're not. I mean, they're they're meant to be. I mean, they said that they're sexy, but they're pretty covered up. They're very covered up. It was the movie that did it. The movie was like, we gotta get boobs out to sell. There's some nice, like, I thought that that scene when they're, like, all, like, 
in the movie when they have like their knives and they like, yeah. are cutting at each other. I was like, oh, that's kind of gory and fun. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, but why were they even in it? No reason. They have. There's no reason. Because it's a Silent Hill tribute in act. In it. It's just like. Yeah. Oh. Well, one thing though, in it in the first movie, I did like Colin. Uh huh. I thought that that was a really cool design. He wasn't in the games. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, the yeah. guy in the toilet and he comes out and there's barbed wire. Oh, the barbed wire janitor. And he's got his like yes. legs attached to his head. Yes. That scared my mom a lot. I have a lot I of friends great. who like this movie a lot. Yeah, I know a lot of people who love it too. Who, who, when I said, do you like Silent Hill? And they go, yes, yes, it's amazing. And I'm like, oh yeah, which game is your favorite game? Ooh. I watched the movie. Ooh. Like, not to be a purist, like, you know, people, not everyone can play games. Like, sure. Like, go ahead, watch the movie. But it doesn't, it's not the same. It, it's not the same. And some people are like, oh, well, just, you can respect it on its own. But I really can't because it's so malfunctioning in, like, the plot. It's um, also Jodel Furland, Miss Silent Hill! Silent <laughs> Hill! Like, when she, she's horrible. She's a terrible child actress. And, like, when she is um, explaining the entire plot of the movie in that five-minute scene, when she just is, like... I'm the devil. Like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't really, yeah, I don't remember it being, her being too bad, Oh, you should take, take a look. Do you rewatch it's, it? I feel like well, the mom did a good job. Um, except that her Australian accent is constantly cracking up. It's so funny. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, I like the Dyke Cop. Um, Lori Holden. Yeah, I was played by Lori yeah. Holden, who's in The Walking Dead. She actually Dead. did a great job, yeah. She, I think that she's one of the best parts of the movie, yeah, and her death is Oh, it's horrible. So awful when she I, gets burned. Yeah, yeah. I kind of love that um, scene, though, with the music. Like, just the oh, piano yeah. music. Duh, 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 duh. Oh, what do you, you think about the barbed wire scene? Oh, when it goes up? Yes. Because, um... <laughs> <laughs> this would I mean, never there was a lot of that wasn't there like yes. the bit where pyramid head picks up the woman and pulls her oh, skin off you there's know lots of skin stuff so here. many people i know love that they're like oh my god yeah you know i'm mm. like that was just weird he wouldn't have done that no i mean what he does is he picks her by the <laughs> neck and he gr- he strips her <laughs> he fucking pulls her whole her and entire it's so one funny. clean cut like one clean cut he gets her panties <laughs> off he gets her everything tights off, gone and then he grabs her by the boobs and then just twists pulls her skin off. off and throws it at the door like i don't think that would it's work awful. but <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, that was gr- really grisly. And then the the barbed wire killing when Alessa is getting her revenge on the on the Colt. Um, I don't know why sh- it's barbed wire. Mm, yeah, I, I don't. I don't, I don't even get that part. But um, she takes like the head bitch honcho Christabella and um, goes up the pussy with oh, the barbed yes. wire <laughs> and then splits the her in gr- half. Grim. Yeah. yeah, most painful. I and then um, Jodel Furland is a uh, Sharon, not Cheryl, is like dancing in her pussy blood, like below, like twirling around. Oh, yeah. And Weird. then uh, one guy gets wrapped up in the barbed wire, like squeezed. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty gory. It's very it's gory. Nasty. I remember like around Halloween two years ago, my, uh-huh. my students asked if we could watch Silent Hill in the, no. in the English club. And I was like, uh, guys, I want to keep my job. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if the teachers walked in? Natalie, what are you watching? Uh, and then it's just that scene with pyramid head skinning some woman yeah. alive i'm like no ah! <laughs> yeah that wasn't gonna happen so yeah the movie is quite i remember my mother being absolutely mm-hmm. she was like why are you watching this yeah movie? i watched with my dad and he he just the plot is so stupid and like overly complicated while also being like extremely dull and ham-fisted that my dad just like it did not register with him when he watched it mm. Yeah. Well, um, we're coming up on time, so let's deduce right now. What is the appeal of Silent Hill? What, what is, is it? What is the appeal of Silent Hill? 
there well like we were saying there's nothing else really horror wise in games that is like it mm-hmm. just that kind of i mean some of it's kind of unpolished it's got a lot of open-ended questions mm-hmm. things like that you know resident evil had its zombies yeah you know after a while zombies are just like yeah whatever you you know? yeah i like zombies but you know i want something that's really fucking weird yeah i want like twisted sort of mm-hmm. strange characters that come in and out and just that sort of like what's going on and yeah. i have to say that the music is a huge part it's of it hu- for yeah me. it's major just like when i listen to that music it takes me back to the just the atmosphere of the yeah. whole game was there's just there is nothing else like it i think for people who really love horror they can't get enough of yeah whatever silent hill has well i think for me I, I completely agree with you is that it really scratches that itch of for people who like you know narratives that have something to say <laughs> like it is a horror game so it has all of those like over the top like campy aesthetics but it takes itself seriously enough to like tell a story which i think is complicated and interesting and the setting it's chosen which is a very bizarre like japanese view of you know western culture i think lends to a very like frightening and like destabilized like world that feels close enough to ours that is still very distinct and individual so I will love Silent Hill until I die, honestly. Yes, I'll keep playing all the bad things. Yeah, I will keep I will keep out. playing these games. <laughs> I will play every Silent Hill game that ever comes out, no matter who makes it, because I feel devoted. Yes. And I even read that the Japanese novel of you Silent did, Hill yeah. that was remade. Yeah, I read a translation of the second weird. novelization in high school. That was okay. Yeah. I played the Silent Hill play novel on the Game Boy yes, Advance. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Which is... Uh, very <laughs> choose your own adventure version i played the silent hill iphone app silent hill um the book the thing? escape oh. oh we forgot to talk about book of memories oh i didn't play it i did bad go on tell That's, us something about no, it no yeah, no <laughs> was pyramid head in it yes oh my god it's a dungeon crawler rpg where you <laughs> it already sounds bad it's so stupid you just like run around into different rooms like collecting items and like bashing things and it goes on forever uh, no plot that's why i didn't play it no good good call i'm sorry well uh Developers. glad that we i glad that we remembered that last <laughs> yeah, minute don't forget it well um on that note uh the zine is now out well when you're listening to this you can buy it on my etsy link in the description the theme is suffering and thank you for joining me natalie Yes, thanks for having me talk about the wonder of Silent Hill. Now, we're going to get into some Evangelion content in the next few months, so oh I'm going to need you to get back on the oh, show. I don't know if I'm the one. Ivy, get over here. Ivy? <laughs> Ivy! <laughs> she's too afraid of the mics to come on the pod, but she will be here one day. Isn't yes, that right, Natalie? Yes, that's right. She's here. She's here right now. She's getting ready. Ah. Well, everybody on that note? Yes. Ja, mata ne. Gang bang. Shot you dead. In the head. Uh, it's still Zach Langley Chichi. And I'm David. You might recognize that faggoty wine from the Madonna episode of I'm So Popular. And we are here to announce the brand new Gang Bang podcast. Here we go. Gang bang. Gang yes. bang. So basically, Gang Bang is going to be the untucked to I'm So Popular's drag race the the wendy williams show to your oprah show exactly so 
If you enjoy the faggot screaming and drunk mess of I'm so popular, you're in for a treat with gangbang. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a mess. It's I, a mess. I was just editing the, the first episode and it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, so every episode we're going to be talking about pop culture, whatever we want, yelling, smoking cigarettes, and uh, dissecting a different Madonna song every episode. Yep. A lot of talk about cigarettes and a lot of talk about cocaine, surprisingly. Episode one, so. And masturbation. Masturbation. Oh, yeah, we do cover that. We cover everything. Everything. There's a link in the description to the show on Spotify and iTunes. You can subscribe today. And the first episode will be out tomorrow night, um, our time. So, uh, like, Thursday morning for the Americans, I guess. Yeah, Thursday for Americans and Europeans, Friday-ish, Thursday night, Friday-ish for The Asians. Yeah. And those who live there. (laughs) Yeah, and those who live there. So I have just one thing to say. If you're going to act like a bitch... Then you're going to die like a bitch. Fuck you, Cher. Fuck you, Cher.